It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. The After Hour Sessions podcast. This is your your host, D-Rock, and I'm joined by someone who has been on the show, technically been on the show before, but we had technical difficulties the last time back in 2020. She was one of the first, like, five guests on the show, and Hans and I had a great conversation with her, but technical difficulties slowed it down, so I'm glad that she was patient with me, and she's finally back on the show, the amazing Tommy Kyler. How are you? Hi, how are you? Thank you for having me again. Yes, yes. I, I will because it was such a great convo. And I'm like, I, I, it was always like, you know, I always, I got to get her back on, got to get her back on. So I'm just really thrilled that you, that you agreed. Yeah, you agreed to come back on. So oh, I'm, I'm glad. Yeah. No, so how are you? I, I feel like it's, it's been so much craziness since the last time we chatted. So how, how have you been? How has Session World been for you? Um, I've been, I've been pretty good. I feel like I've been focusing a lot on like my private life. Um, and it was been a little bit difficult to, um, like, I guess juggle, um, Kami from who I am outside of her. Um, so I definitely feel like so happy and like, you know, like I'm kind of like overjoyed to like kind of step back into this like session space, like this, like, mm-hmm. Um, so I'm definitely looking forward to this year and whatever comes and like opportunities and things to just like explore more with like um, who I am as a session wrestler or like as a fetish model or whatever comes next. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely. Absolutely. And it's um, it's such an interesting thing to see session wrestlers, se- people who, you know, are fans and do sessions to find because it is reality. It is like a real part of us. But then again, it's like. It's, it's not so separate. Yeah. Like if I had the opportunity to be Kami 24 seven, I would. Yeah. But unfortunately, start, like things in life and circumstances kind of like take you out of that headspace and kind of like, all right, like I got to step back and really sort things out um, until more opportunities arrive where like maybe I can be Kami more often. Do you know? Um, oh yeah, which is definitely the goal for this year. I definitely want to step back into that role um, because it's where I feel most comfortable. I would say. No, and that's um, that's so profound what you said. Like if if you could be Kami, twenty four seven, you would because I think, I mean, I I don't I hate speaking for other people. I always say that, but it's like I know for me as D Rock, I would sign me up in a heartbeat. I would be in that zone 24 7 if i could and i'm sure for most people no matter what yeah, like i'm sure they feel that way too yeah it's just like it's fascinating like it's so it's 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 escape it's fantasy but it's also like the it's realest also, part of us exactly like it's also your most vulnerable true self um and i feel like it, it'd be wonderful for like everyone to be able to kind of step into that more often um and to like feel that level of freedom and just like expression you know what i'm saying i feel like a lot of mm-hmm. people have a hard time especially like 
with dealing with like the regular nine to fives and shit that like you can't be yourself like you feel so restricted um and it's like damn that shit sucks like i i don't want to experience that anymore right 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 no it's beyond just fascinating like and to hear and also looking at myself and like coming to grips with and it's never it's never over like you know it's always a, a process and progress is never linear but just trying to come to grips with the vanilla world and this session kink world and finding as close to the right amount of balance as we can yeah that's so important because shit like if you can't be yourself, then who are you going to be? You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So let me let me ask you then, what about Kami would you say that you love about being Kami that's different than who you are in, like, the vanilla world? Oh, that's a good fucking question. Shit. <laughs> 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 oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> um... I think the thing about Kami is that she's definitely a bit rough around the edges. Does that make sense? She's definitely more yes. assertive, more dominant, um, definitely a go-getter. Do you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Where it's like in my world, like what I do, um, you know, separate from her, it's more of a people pleaser kind of uh, career where it's catered to the clientele and I'm just like okay that's not me like I, I'm not here to baby anybody I'm not here to kiss ass like I don't I don't enjoy this right or like Tommy's like all right fuck you I'm taking names mind them right. down I'm fucking you guys up like I'm here to kick ass um and that's that's more of who I am like my true genuine self you know so it, mm-hmm. it's so easy to step into that role because it's not a character it's genuinely a part of me Oh, um, that's fascinating. So it's just like, yo, like, I don't, I feel like my, like, I feel like my other self, you know, um, mm-hmm. is more of the, the persona than, than Kami would be. Most people adapt a, a fetish persona. I adapted a regular persona. If that makes sense. It's a little backwards. <laughs> no, no, it, it makes complete sense to me. I totally get it. I'm, I'm different. I and I see the differences, and this podcast has helped me really focus in on the differences between who I am in this fetish session world and then who I am in my vanilla world. And yeah, a lot of times I, I try not to dwell on it because you know so you can't do about it. Yeah, yeah, you you gotta just take it day by day. But there's so many things I I'm never like, oh, I wish D Rock was more like who I am in vanilla. It's the flip. I'm like. I wish my vanilla self had what D-Rock had. Exactly. Yeah. And it's like, I've been kind of blessed, I would say, with the people I surround myself with as of recently. They're a lot more expressive and like free with who they are. So they're less judgmental. I feel like a lot of people have this like fear of judgment when it comes to merging uh, personalities and like really being your true self and stuff, which sucks because you never want to put on a mask for other people. Um, so it's kind of like, okay, if you don't like either person that I am, then you don't have to associate with either. Like it's that right. Like right. I'm not going to now like dim my light for you. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's weird. No, absolutely. Absolutely. And, and it's like the session person is more comfortable with that than the vanilla person. Like even if the vanilla person 
is like, hey, I can only be me. It, at least for me, I'll still dwell on it a little bit sometimes where I'm like, like, yeah, that person's judge, but whatever. But then I'm like, well, why are they like that? Well, uh, well in a session <laughs> world, it's like, if you don't like me, okay, then, hey, if I don't do any, unless if I did something to somebody, I care and I want to know how I, but if you just don't like me because you don't like me, whatever, oh, bye. Tough shit. Like, yeah, it's like, whatever. Yeah. So it's just like, I, I'm not, I'm not here. Like, I feel like my vanilla self is more like, please and thank you and have a good day and whatever. And Kami's like, yeah, no. Um, give me, give me, give me. This is mine. I want it. Yeah, yeah. And you know what's funny? Well, two things, I guess. The, the first thing is I'll tell a quick, like, story for, for you and the people listening is I went to an event. Um, it, it was the Domcat had an event at the end of February, and she was on here talking about it. And I went, and when I was there, someone – and they didn't – it was just an innocent thing because some people do know me by my vanilla name. And if someone called me my vanilla name a few times, and you know it was weird? It, and I'm not saying, like, people may get the, the wrong impression. It was like if Superman got called Clark Kent or Batman got called Bruce Wayne, and it was like, what? Uh, what? Like, it almost I, derails you. Yeah. Yes. It threw me off for, like, so much of the event. It took – honestly, this may sound weird. It took Domcat calling me D-Rock. And then, um, like, another, like, CJ, a friend of mine, called me D-Rock for me to, like, snap into it. But someone had said my vanilla name, and it threw me off. Like, I was like, what? What? Like, who the fuck is that? Right. Like, and it's, and you it's not. You almost, like, disassociate. Like, if yes. that makes, like, I'm oh, just like, yeah. whoa, whoa, whoa. Like, for example, like, I can relate because, like, um, Hans and, like, I don't know if you're familiar with Ruby Rage, a couple mm-hmm. other models um, that I'm, like, close with, they know my vanilla like name and everything and like know me separate from there but they still refuse to call me that they're like no we don't we don't know you as that we know you as this this is who you are i'm like yes thank you um that's awesome because i i would get kind of confused you know i'm just like like what yeah it would kind of throw off the whole vibe and like when we're shooting and having a good time if you just randomly say my vanilla name i'm like oh fuck i just kind of stepped out of my headspace for a sec you know um it it really did and i never because i haven't i'm starting you know with the the covid and everything so now more wrestling events i'm starting to go more so maybe that's why you you know i'm used to the podcast i'm used to my own individual sessions or conversations with people like on the phone so i hadn't really gone so like it threw me like it and i was like what's wrong but it really took a long, and I'm not talking like a few, it took like about an hour, hour and a half to get right. And it was weird. I had never experienced that before. Gotcha. Yeah, yeah. But. So strange. I, I, I'll say this, that I have, because, you know, being cool with Hans and being, you know, I'm a big fan of his work. And so seeing the videos that you guys do. I'll tell you, so, like, when you're talking about how Kami is and that badass, like, person, that confident, like, ass kicker, is when I watched um, you guys with that 60-minute Spartan match you guys did. Yeah. And that was was so cool. And I was, who is, who is this? I'm like, Kami is so, you were, it was like Hans was trying so hard. And it was like, you know, you see that clip of, like, this, like, grown man who's playing like football with these, like his son, like his little child and his friends. 
and he's just like moving him out the way. You were like just like the, it was like no one was you were toying with him and teasing him and like calling him out so bad. And I was like, this is like hot as hell. But I'm like, she is so <laughs> badass. Like you were like oh, when he would do a move or try something, you were like, what is this? What are you doing? You're not doing nothing. And I was like, yo, that's she's just really calling him out. It, I'm it always was like awesome. that. Like that's kind of like Mean Hans has such a fun uh dynamic. I think that's why I love, love, love um shooting with him because I'm just gonna talk so much shit. And I feel like it really fuels our matches, you know? Like I think like something that's so fun is like to be able to just have fun with it. Like I know it's a Spartan match and like take it fucking serious and kick ass and fuck around and find out, right? But there's something so I, I don't know, primal and like assertive and dominant about being able to just talk your talk and then follow through like i'm not gonna talk shit and then lose right right and it's and it's also you can tell you can only do that if you have a at least for in my opinion i mean if you have a good rapport because then it's like it's fun it's, it's it's yeah it's not like oh you really were punking hans and like emasculating him in a bad way, well, you know, it was like you guys, you, you could tell he's having fun, you're having a good time, and like that's like the best. He dishes it out just as good as he takes it, you know. <laughs> like, don't don't sleep on Hans. <laughs> that's true. That's true. He's he he's a very nice guy, but he he's not that nice. He's got no. he's got a little bit in him too. Absolutely, Mm-mm. he's a fucking demon. <laughs> now was that? I guess so. For some who haven't seen it, like. Like I guess for like, and I think if you're listening, go get that clip because it was it's incredible. But like, how would you explain to those who haven't seen it or don't know like a Spartan match? Because I didn't know so it the Spartan until I match saw it. was kind of I don't know if you've seen uh, mine and Hans's Iron Match. So I feel like it was an Iron Match, so 60 minutes, no stops, no breaks, all competitive wrestling, but with no. Um, clothing so it makes it difficult to hold on to grips um so we're fully nude and oiled up so you know the oil aspect is super difficult because not only are you nude with no grips but now you're fucking slippery no grips so it was extremely difficult to maneuver um around that trying to get holds and chokes and locks um all while like having all those handicaps basically because it was just things that look hot as hell but we're extremely fucking difficult to like get around, you know? Yeah. Cause Absolutely. every time I thought I had him in something, he'd slip out. And I'm like, God fuck. Now I gotta go through the fucking task of getting right back into the ideal position to get this one thing that I wanted. I'm like, God shit. Like it was intense. We were both out of breath, struggling by the end of that fucking match. We were so, so done and sore for days. Because we really put our all into that one, like oh, and it and it is it is awesome and it's competitive, but it's art and it's like it there was, I, yeah, like it was it was so fun. And I'm just like, it just looked gorgeous. Like even like the promo shoots that we did, the pictures were so fucking cool. Uh, the photographer for that, I think his name is Mothra. He's such a nice guy. He did amazing, um, and I, I feel like it really was like a whole team effort for that match, and for most matches, of course. No, absolutely, and I remember one one moment, and I don't know if you will, so, like, just, you know, it's okay if you don't remember it, but I feel like there was a moment where Hans, because he was really, and I think hearing you talk about it now, it's smart that you're kind of letting him do all, like, the work, and you were, like, 
letting him put himself in the holds in a way because especially hearing how hard it was to shoot. But he was moving, and he hits you by, like, accident on the chin. And he says, he's like, oh, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. And you weren't hurt or anything, but you it looked like it, like, snapped something in you. And then I remember you just – you were letting him do his thing. He hits you, and then you start tapping him out, like, consecutively. Like, you just get him in on these holds. It was like, what? Like, you hit me? Like, even though, like, you knew it wasn't on purpose, it, like, woke something up in you, and then you just start, like, just dominating him. Oh, I'm just like, oh, he's not fucking around now. We're getting we're getting hit in the face. Crazy. All right, cool. Like, challenge accepted. You know what I'm saying? Like, oh yeah, it was awesome. It was it was a good shoe. I we just did one because Hans is particularly fond of body scissors, because uh, he's good at it. That shit hurt, and I just am now recovering. We just did a video of like some bondage. Um, mm our ankles were tied and bound with some rope and like we did like a super 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 fun but challenging and painful as hell um like body scissor kind of duel um that was that was intense because his his thighs are strong (laughs) oh man (laughs) and like i was particularly vocal in that one so like you really hear the struggle in my voice i'm like shit okay this shit hurts Okay, so that that's one to look out for. That I'm 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 interested in seeing that one. Okay, because Han definitely is good at that. Um, Every chance he gets, even in regular uh, like comp matches, he just like sneaks in, sneaks one in there whenever he can. I'm just like, man, okay. Hey, if it works, you know why why go away from it? So more more power to him if it, if it helps, I guess. But uh, you know, it's it's interesting because. One thing I've noticed over the past couple of years is just when people either in sessions, but definitely when people are shooting like content, the creativity is just really exploding beyond what I even like could have pictured it years ago. And I'm wondering for you was, are you kind of taken back or did you kind of always see like, like hearing you talk about like a bondage, like thigh scissor match and like the different, a Spartan match, like the ideas that people are coming up with, like is are you taken aback or like in a good way surprised by like these different creative matches that people are coming up with yes i think so and i feel like it's also without oversaturating to the point where like things become redundant and repetitive and stuff i feel like it's it's awesome but it's also like how do you one-up yourself do you know what i'm saying And i feel like yeah hans is particularly good at one-upping himself because like we reconnected recently and started shooting and like coming together again and I'm just like, dude, where the fuck are you coming up with this? Like, <laughs> but in like a good way, because it's always something fun and interesting and like something that I'm like always like down for. I'm like, yeah, man, whatever it is, like, let me know. Like, I'm with it. Um, I don't know. Like, it's it's cool. And it's almost like shit. And I got to sit down and brainstorm and come up with things that are unique to Kami. Yeah. How how, how has that part been for you and, and for, for Kami? Like, is that something that, like, is that a challenge you look forward to? Or is it kind of daunting at times, trying to I mean, it can definitely be scary. I do have some ideas that I definitely put out there through Hans that I will be kind of reclaiming this year and definitely, like, building um, more towards, like, making it something that people are, like, associate with me. You know, like, Mm -hmm. oh, wow, yeah, that's Kami's thing. That's what she's known for, that she's so good at this, blah, 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 right? Like, I want to look forward to that particular kind of content. 
Um, so it's definitely something that I'm going to try to structure more and build upon. Um, because I definitely like there's like Vivi. She's so, so good. And she's super, super into the bonded dressing. So whenever you think of bonded dressing, you're like Vivi. Right. You know what I'm saying? Um, so I definitely want to kind of find that niche that people associate me with. Absolutely. Absolutely. Now, um, is it because I know like you, you had said earlier, you, you, you know, took some time for you. And so I think anyone who has talked with you or seen you know, like you're the real deal in the session with you. But like one thing I'm noticing, even through a podcasting, but the, the, the promotional side, the, the self promoter, the social media, like how, cause I'm like, you're coming back to it. How do you feel about like jumping in and to like the social media and kind of like promoting your clips or promoting the clips you do with Hans or, like, is that something that you're more comfortable with now, or is it still kind of a struggle? I mean, I have to get my shit together, of course, because jumping right in from being inactive for a while is definitely going to be a bit of a struggle. But I'm hoping that just through good rapport with people and, like, continuing to put my best foot forward, that things will just naturally, you know, take charge and, like, continue to have that momentum. Um so, yeah, I mean, I'm definitely going to try to be more active on social media. That's something that I've struggled with even when I was particularly more active. Um, just because I'm one of those show-not-tell kind of people. Does that make sense? Yeah, absolutely. I'm definitely better in action, face-to-face. I'm like, I'm not going to lie to you. I've had a couple sessions uh, where um, the person was like, oh, shit, I didn't know you were actually trained. I thought this was like a lie i thought you were just kidding i'm like no if you book a competitive session i'm gonna come kick your ass like i'm not gonna sit here and baby you like right right like if you lose you lose buddy i'm sorry um but yeah yeah like i want to always be legit and like honest with everyone like hey this is exactly what i offer this is exactly what you're getting no gimmicks no sugarcoating it like it's very very upfront i feel like that's kind of what i like to represent you know like what you see is what you get no more no less yeah yeah and that's interesting but then also because i guess it isn't it isn't because when i've seen your videos with hans from the descriptions to then like you watch them it's very obvious that you are you are who you say you're commie you're badass you you know what you're doing you 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 could tell maybe Someone who doesn't know doesn't know what type of grappling experience you have, but you got something. You know what I mean? It's like it's very obvious. But mm-hmm. then I guess on your clips you have that, but you have some like role play and fun stuff. So then I guess yeah, if they discovered you through that, then maybe they'd be a little confused. It's like, hmm, I wonder what that yeah. is. Um, yeah, but it's also like a good balance, I think, because mm-hmm. um, I feel like if I stick to just one thing I feel like I want to be able to reach a broader audience you know what I'm saying absolutely and just uh like my one small corner of the world you know um and I feel like it's it's fun to kind of like explore more things but still have that one thing that you like more than the others for me I really really like the wrestling aspect more than let's say like the spicier content I'm like I love the spicy, but I want to fight. Like that's, yeah. that's 
But is is the ultimate for you both? Like, yes. is the ultimate, the like, ultimate spicy was... and wrestling? Yes, and I feel like that's why I loved the Spartan match so much, because it did have a touch of sensuality um, within it, without it completely, um, like, overshadowing, like, the brutality and, like, just, like, primal aspect of mm. a Spartan match. Do you know what I'm saying? Absolutely, and I think you, you, you said it beautifully. That is very true like it 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 can it is a delicate balance that i think i feel like i delivered like we came we conquered and like that's it no you're right you're right you're right because it's something i'm starting to you know i don't have a studio but the film with other people a little bit more i'm dipping my toes in the past like year and there is a balance to it where you you can you you may advertise it one way but then it can go oh sexual really quick or it can go where it's the fight part but you said it's a sex fight or this kind of fight but then the other part's not there so it's a balance to kind of have both and i think you're right that spartan match the central part was there but it did not overall the main thing was you're watching two people really go at it for 60 minutes yeah and so it's it's really cool and it's really um I think that's what's fascinating to me, and that's where promoting on my end is is has been kind of confusing. Not in a bad way. And I don't want to sound like a complainer because it's all the salt. It's a fun challenge. It's, 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 yeah, yeah. It just but comes like, with the territory. Like it's going to be hard. It's okay to complain. You just yeah. push forward. Yeah, like you're fine. Yeah, yeah. Because you know, because it's like. For so long, I all I, I didn't know any other fans or any other people like me. My conversations were with the session wrestlers when I sessioned. So now it's like I didn't know how many people are so niche within this niche. So to me, I was like, yeah, I like a little semi-comp. I like comp. I like lift and carry. I like a little bit, you know, and then it's finding people now who are like, they just like lift and carry or they just like semi-comp or they like just they, they like no sensual like no sex and some who only like wrestling with the sex part and so i'm like wow i didn't realize it was that broken down and like sometimes they just like this like yeah it's, it's fascinating it, yeah it's super like fun to talk to people like especially like the wrestling events that like we you know like go to or frequent here and there um what people even like as a session wrestler talking to other session wrestlers like the amount of knowledge that people impart and like that you're like shit like I didn't know that was a thing or like wow like that's something new that I could go and explore like there's always so much that we're not like privy to you know mm-hmm. and it's okay no, like it's definitely okay to dip your toes in multiple like things no and that's true and I think that's where it is fun and it's like um I think it, I guess it, it, it's that balance, but it's still, it can be hard, but you want to be authentically who you are. And it's like, but you're still going to try. And it's kind of like going, you know, people who like or fans of Kami will go along with you on that journey because they like you. Yeah. And then you have those people to also be like, okay, Kami, like, this is really cool, but we miss X, Y, and Z. And I'm like, okay, guys, heard. You know? Okay, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, they can, like, sometimes it takes your audience to kind of help guide you in certain directions as well because you need that feedback in order to grow. 
Right, right. And I think that's, you know, because it's interesting whether, like, I'm a fan of, like, music and cult, but I'm also a fan of sports. So you always hear, like, people say, like, you got to block out people who are going to, the haters, you got to block it, which is true. But then it is like, oh, but you need feedback to grow as a, as a performer, as an artist, as in anything. So it's like, where's that balance where you don't want it to drive you completely? Like, you still want to be you and do what you like, but also, yeah, you got to take it if people are saying, hey, we want to hear more of this, or hey, we want to see more of that. You got to listen to it, too. That's true. Or maybe you do, like, something where you ease them into it, right? It's like you sprinkle things that you like here and there to kind of ease them slowly into it until they're more open to your ideas um, as a whole. Does that make sense? Like, Yes, yes. Yes. So now, since you, you did mention it, I, I, I want to ask because it's been three years, so I, I don't I need an update myself. But your your martial arts, your 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 combat like background, I know you have BJJ. Is there anything else in there? So I started off with um, like high school wrestling. So I started in middle school and then I finished all throughout high school so I have like I would say a solid six years of wrestling before starting um BJJ uh, wow. which is funny because when I did my first tournament as a white belt um I was accused of sandbagging for having had they're like you're too good for a white belt and I'm like thank you but no I'm not sandbagging <laughs> <laughs> like I promise like I'm just as much of a noob as everybody else um so I did that. I did some Muay Thai. And then now because of like what I do for work, I'm constantly at the gym. Um, so I'm powerlifting. I'm trying to get into bodybuilding so that I can come into my grappling stronger and like more ferocious basically um, than before. Wow. Okay. So a lot of, so first, are you trying to like do bodybuilding competitions or you're just trying to do it more like uh, like get into it more but you're not looking into competitions i mean i would love to compete maybe like like next year um once i can you know get myself situated better i would love to step on stage just because i've always had that competitive nature in me i've done jujitsu competitions i've done wrestling tournaments i've trained in colorado um for in the olympic training center so like it's things like that like i've always been very very athletic and competitive so if that's something that I can carry over into anything that I do in life, then I will, um, given the opportunity, of course. Awesome. So yeah. So now you trained. So how did you train at the? Was were you almost in the Olympics, like for amateur wrestling? Or... Um, no, I did some like military type sports. Uh, they were so they were like very very obscure. Um, when I was younger. And we had the opportunity to use uh, the training center in Colorado um, to kind of prepare ourselves for like a tournament that we were having. It's such a fun experience. That place is amazing if you do any kind of athletics. Like it's massive. Oh yeah, the pictures look awesome when yeah. I've seen it. Yeah. Wow. So, so what leads? You know, and obviously on this show, and people know it, like. You, you really had the mindset like you, you know that kind of goes out the window like oh ladies wrestling obviously like if you're listening and you know that but 
this isn't Kami who started wrestling, amateur wrestling in middle school. It's your vanilla self. So what led you to try uh, amateur wrestling as a, as a young lady, you know, um, back To be then? honest, my father wanted a son, and he got a daughter. Uh, <laughs> and he was a, an amateur boxer. So since I could remember, combat sports was something that was always in my house. So it became one of those things where, like, okay, if there's an issue at home, figure it out. Put the gloves on. Let's let's uh, let's hash it out. You know, um, and it was fun. Like it was genuinely fun. And when I joined wrestling, I was the only girl on the team. Mm-hmm. Um, there was no girls wrestling team. Right. So like, I had no choice but to go in there and do what I do best and beat up men. You know what I'm saying? Like, fuck these guys. Um, yeah. So it kind of transitioned. Like, I like this. I, I like the power that I have, like, on the mats. I like being on the mats. Therefore, like, when I was introduced um, to my more, like, you know, when I was introduced to being Kami, when I was given the opportunity to be her, I was like, yes. I, I didn't hesitate. Like, I was like, yeah, this is what I want to do. Like, this is exactly what I needed that I didn't know existed. Yeah. Like, I didn't know yeah. that I could do this. I didn't know that I could be her. Like, it wasn't something that is heavily advertised to, like, the general population. Like, no one knows that session wrestling is a thing unless you're into session wrestling. Right. 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 And and so many things, because I'll say, before I ask my question, the one thing that was interesting is I saw uh, a previous guest, her name, Natasha Leona. She's from Brazil. And I session with her before, but I saw her in February, and she told me that that's a big difference. Like, in she said, I think she said South America, but she definitely said in Brazil, like dominatrix, like a, a dom session mm-hmm. wrestling is included in that. Like, it's already in it. Whereas in America, like North, you know, North America, they're separate almost. They're like, totally separate. So, like, it's it's strange because when you think of dominatrix, you think of more of the sexual aspects and like things like that, right? You don't think about dominating someone on a physical and like almost brutal um, primal way. Like you don't think about sitting there and submitting someone. You don't think about sitting there and tapping out someone. You don't think about choking them out. You don't like, you know what I'm saying? It's, mm-hmm. it's different. It's separate because a lot of people don't associate wrestling with any kind of um, like happy feelings or like spicy feelings or like enjoyment of any kind. They're just like, yeah, it's just wrestling. I'm like, no, right. it's not. Like for some people, it's not just wrestling. And that's okay. No, for sure. And 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 it made me and, – and I haven't talked to a lot of people. This is back in February, and I, I want to talk to her on the show again uh, you know, about it, which is like if we in America have that mindset – because I, I think like a dominatrix is – it's it's still like little taboo, but it's pretty known, right? Yeah. Like being a, a dom, and if you're you know of a certain age, you kind of you have an maybe you don't really know no. They have like a general understanding of what that means, right? And I kind of wonder how if that would be a positive thing for session wrestling, or some negatives, you know, if like if that was incorporated into the dom world more, like how would that affect session wrestling? Like it's made me think about that the past couple months. Maybe it just means that session wrestlers adopt the title of dominatrix. 
if a dominatrix can session wrestle, then a session wrestler can dominatrix. For sure. Do you know what I'm For saying? Sure. That doesn't that go to, to you know, I feel like it should be interchangeable at that point. If If a dom can wrestle, then a dominant wrestler can also dom. Right, and and there's 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 those out there, and they've been on the show who they kind of have they do both, but then there's like like I feel like Katarina, like the Dom Cat, she has both together, and then there's others who there's like separate lists, and I've seen them who there's their session. If you go on like their website or even on like Session Girls, like there's their session list of what they do in a session for wrestling. And then their list of what they do as a dom, and they're kind of like separate, and so it's like different. I haven't mastered Tyrina's like fifty-fifty of wrestling and um, like dom work yet. I feel like I'm at a solid seventy-five twenty-five. Yeah. Um, so that's also something that I would like to kind of work on this year is like working on that perfect balance and transitioning over more into like how can Kami also express more sensuality without necessarily losing that aggression and power. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Yeah, because it's a very, like, like we were talking earlier, it's a, such a difficult thing to balance is sensuality and aggression and power and like me, me, me. Like how can an egoist basically now also you know, like traverse that that sensualness. Right, right. No, it, it is. It's it's, and that's why it's fascinating to talk about it and to see it because from the outside, I feel like you already have it. Like you, but I, you know, that's one thing for me to say than for you to feel like you have it. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. So, but from the outside, like seeing you, the matches you've done with Hans. Seeing how you were in the Spartan match, I know we bring it up, but like it was a great video. And to me, like you're like you're like right there, like that video, you're right there. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. you you you're combining all of those things. You know? Yeah, and I'm I and I've had a lot of it's funny to like read um, reviews uh, from guys and stuff um, because they're always like. Well, Kami is so aggressive. And I'm just like, yeah, I know. <laughs> I'm not <laughs> sorry. <laughs> but um, it's it's always been, I don't necessarily want to dial that down. Like, I'm not willing to dial that down at all. You know what I'm saying? It's like, I yeah. have a particular taste. Like, you know, like it's an acquired taste. I'm an acquired taste, right? And it's like, right. maybe you need a specific kind of, palette to handle that because I'm not going to water myself down in order to be more sensual you know what I'm saying you can Mm -hmm. be sensual and still have that spice about you you know um and that's okay like so it's definitely something to balance because I, I do notice a lot that like people change depending on what they're doing or like the actions and stuff and I'm just not willing to like compromise that yeah no I I and and that makes sense and I think I don't think you necessarily have to. I think a lot of people will like it. And I guess it also depends on when it comes to a session, what that person is asking or requesting. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Because I, I can be like, okay, like I can do X, Y, and Z, but these are my terms. 
Mm-hmm. And then it's up to you to agree to those terms or be like, all right, never mind, I'm good. I'm like, okay, no problem. Right, right. So that that's that's where, but I mean, like you said, it's it's something that I'm excited to see. Like I'm for, for the brave. I'm definitely for the brave. Yes, yes, yes. I I I I got that for sure, for sure. <laughs> because you you are because I, I you know I wanted to like just one more on like. Cause I remember from our last conversation, you're you're the oldest, right? Yeah. So it's like, like looking back on it, like me from an outsider and other people hearing like, oh, like some this young girl in middle school went out for the boys team. It's like, oh, yeah, well, that was really brave. And that was like to a lot of courage to like say, screw that, I'm going to do it. But at the time, did you feel like any kind of thing or were you just like, fuck it, I'm going to go do it? I was like, fuck it, I'm going to go do it. Who's going to tell me no? <laughs> like, my mentality for everything is, who's going to tell me no? I don't, I'm right. going to do it anyway. Like, okay, you said no. Well, don't, I don't care. I'm going to do it anyway. Do you know what That's I'm saying? That's awesome. Like, yeah, you, yeah. And it's like, it's one of those, and again, it's like an egoist thing. Because I say that for everything. I feel like that's the thing I say the absolute most. Is, what are they going to do? Fight me? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Because it's yeah. What are, you, what are you gonna do? Nothing. You're not gonna do anything. So it's just like, yeah, I'm gonna do whatever I want. And did you did you get any pushback at the time? Um, at the time they were they were like, oh, like we don't know if it's such a good idea. Like you're such a small girl, like to be on the rest. I was like soaking wet, like 100 pounds. I'm like, yeah, I'm gonna do it anyway. Um, what are you gonna do? So I snatched up a a permission slip. I took it home. My dad signed it. He was like, yeah, I don't give a fuck. And brought it back, and they had this was like, look, I got this uh, permission slip. Uh, I'm on the team. Look at me, yay, go me. Um, and I think the only time that I did have some kind of like, um, I guess pushback was uh, I remember a time where there was a wrestling tournament, and there were some like, uh, I think the school was like Jewish primarily. Um, I don't want to like be wrong or like you know same thing. But mm-hmm. um, they have like specific rules against like like physical contact with with women. Okay. Um, so I wasn't allowed to participate in those tournaments. I think that that was the only time where they were like, "Yeah, no." I'm like, "All right, I guess, fine." Yeah, um, it was based on like religious. Yeah, yeah, beliefs. and I'm like, I get yeah. that. Like, I I totally get it. But that that reason alone was the only time where there've been like solid like lines that I wasn't allowed to cross. Other than that, I'm just like, yeah, I'm gonna step over and do it anyway. Wow, that's awesome. That's awesome. So I'm gonna ask you a random question here, so just kind of bear with me. Gotcha. Because I love I have friends who like work in like you know, work for like a commission. Like I'm in Pennsylvania. So I have a buddy who he's like, works for the, the PA like commission. So any like MMA matches, boxing, he, I can go backstage with him. He's checking the hands, the rap, making sure the corners are good. Um, and I have other friends who are into like UFC and MMA. And so I love talking about the different like disciplines. And so I think you're a perfect person to ask where, for a while, when UFC kind of started, MMA and America group blew up, it was like BJJ was the discipline. And now I've the past, like, 15 years at least, maybe even 20, amateur wrestling is, like, the main discipline that you're seeing. 
So I kind of wanted to know, like, since you have both, like you amateur wrestled and BJJ, why do you think that is? Why do you think amateur wrestling is like the top discipline in MMA? Do you know that's such a interesting question because I would I would argue and say that I have a preference for BJJ. I would argue and say that BJJ should be the top discipline still. Right. You know? Um because there's so much more that you can do I think with that than just amateur wrestling. Do you know what I'm saying? Like but do you, I, you have you have noticed that amateur wrestling kind of has it did it did definitely take a turn because a lot of wrestlers now transition into stand up work and then they're like okay I'm gonna do uh like MMA now like I want to do this blah 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 right and like they they wrestlers tend to pick up standing and like more like striking arts than they do other grappling arts like I, I feel like there are not that many wrestlers that transition over into another grappling uh, yeah you know that, that's a, yes yeah like they're just like no nah, I don't need it do you know what I'm saying like mm -hmm. I got one I don't need it I feel like if I'm not mistaken Khabib did Sambo right and then he also did BJJ and yes and it's funny yes. because that's two grappling arts Right, right. He did, yeah. He did too. So I was like, that's so interesting that he went that route. Do you know what I'm saying? Because it's relatable for me. I'm like, yeah, because I went that route. Like, I also preferred. And it's also like a preference. A lot of people are not comfortable on the ground because a lot of, um, like, fighters now do pick up so many striking arts because it's, like, preferable to be standing up and keeping distance and not be comfortable on the ground. You know what I'm saying? A lot of people are not comfortable with being on their backs or or um having side control or whatever the case is. Like they're just not comfortable there. And that's okay. And I think it's it's very interesting that, that wrestling is that now like the top spot because it shows that a lot of people are now becoming more open to the idea of okay, it's totally fine to be on the ground. Mm. Yeah, no, I, I think that and I'm I that's a great and I appreciate it because I I respect both a lot and have been fans and I've tried I've done BJJ more. I never every school I went to never had a wrestling team. In fact, every school I went to from like middle like the wrestling team just like they like disbanded it when I got there. It was like done. And they're like, We used to have it and I'm like, Oh, okay. It's <laughs> like all right then. But um even in college, actually, yeah, my college had one, and then it stopped too. That's funny. I didn't think about that, but um, it was BJJ. I've tried, and BJJ to me is like more like it's like a beautiful sport. It's a beautiful like grappling, amateur wrestling. Not to like stereotype it, it's more like I don't know. When I meet like guys who like are amateur wrestlers a lot of times. It's like ugh, ugh, like that kind of like thing. Sometimes I'm like, oh okay. But it just was like it overtook it. Then when I was like growing up, it was BJJ was like the one everyone was like, gotta do that. And then it just became amateur wrestling just dominated. And I was just like, where did this come from? And it doesn't it seem like it's going away. Around. Yeah, and it's not slowing down. It's not. <laughs> like, 
And I, I love that. And I wish that more grappling arts were readily available because it's like, once you find a passion for one, you're definitely interested in learning more about others because that's how you improve your ground game. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. if if it was up to me, I'd also go learn Sambo. Like, I'm like, that shit looks fire. Are you kidding me? It's amazing. Um, it's amazing. It's so intense. But it's not something that you can just go around the corner and find a spot. You know what I'm saying? Like, Oh, I yes, I do. I do. Like, shit, I wish. Um, even, even, um, when I was living back in PA with my, uh, cause my family's from there as well. Uh, okay. I'm like, damn, not the nearest BJJ school being 45 minutes away. Um, no thanks. That's crazy. Um, it's not, it's not New York City. Wow. Okay. You know, it's cause it's interesting cause I, I don't know. I'm like right outside of Philadelphia. Like I'm from Philly, but living that life. So it's funny because I, I am rare where there is a Sambo gym like 10 minutes away from me, but it's like I'm the telling. only one. It's the only, so I've gotten to see Sambo tournaments 10 minutes from like my house and it's really cool. Like, but I know, like you said, I'm in the rare for like in America, in North America, I'm rare that I have that. Like, most people can't pick that Fine up, that. yeah. And, you know, so it's really cool. But like, there is someone, and it is like I knew about Sambo from like Fedor back in like the day, and that's where I first heard of it. But seeing like boys and girls, young men, young women of all different ages competing in a tournament, it was incredible. It was so cool. It's awesome. There's nothing better than going to tournaments. Like that's when, like you really put your skills to the test because everyone's out there hungry for blood, wanting the same thing you want. Um, and it's really just a game of who wants it more. No. And, you know, I'll say this, the last one I went to live was right before the, 2019. Now I've gone to before and after BJJ tournaments. I've seen amateur wrestling and all levels. I had, I wasn't, it was at like the local high school gym. Right. And I was like, I don't really know what kind of turnout, but I'll go with my friend and like, we're going to have a good time. But I'm like, Who's really going to be there? You would be surprised, Kami. The gym was like nearly like packed for a Sambo tournament on a Sunday afternoon. That's like, insane. It was really cool to see. I was really impressed because I was like, yeah, like we might, you know, might be in the front row. There could be nobody here besides like a couple kids' parents or something. Nah, it was like a packed like gym and it was, and everyone was into it and it was really cool. That's awesome. So I, I, I just find it because you're like that perfect person. I, I knew you had the BJ. I, I had, I forgot that you had the amateur wrestling. And, um, you know, one thing someone said to me, and, and I wonder if you agree with this, is someone said that the intensity that you have with amateur wrestling constantly and, like, from how you practice and uh, obviously how the matches are, like, that's the biggest – reason for the transition in a way that not all bjj gyms have that intensity the way amateur wrestling whether you're wrestling for your school or a club no and you know what it is is a lot of people flow roll right what they Mm -hmm. teach you in gyms is flow roll flow roll flow roll right because you don't want to hurt your partner you want to continue to train blah 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 right all that stuff is great right for learning techniques for practicing whatever but you'll never get that intensity for an actual match for an actual competition you'll never be competition ready if you're constantly flow rolling because you're never going to build up that aggression you're always going to be a passive uh grappler 
And mm. although that's good in the long run, right? If you want to continue to learn and build skill and just be a, a, like a passive um, like practitioner, fine, right? But mm-hmm. if you want to really like grapple and it's something you're passionate about and you really want to push yourself um, to like limits and like really have fun with your partner and like you're both like consensually like, yeah, like let's fucking ramp it up you're not really going to get much out of it with, with that kind of training. You know what I'm saying? Um, I was, I was very lucky with the training partners I had. They were on the same page I was. Cause I have a very hard time with dialing that shit down. I don't know how to turn aggression down because I come from that wrestling background where everyone's at a hundred percent at all times. Right. So you, would you agree? And I know there are BJJ gyms that have intensity, but, would you agree that that's like a a difference? Like I've it never is a seen... difference. It it definitely is because as a white belt, my first fucking um, I would say my first lesson day one, I I was like, okay, this is pretty cool, right? And they still like like it's it's basic stuff, right? Like wrestling mm-hmm. has side control, jujitsu has side control, wrestling has mount, jujitsu has mount, whatever. They they have turtle position, we have turtle position. Like a lot of things carry over, so I felt very very at home, very like. Okay, yeah, that makes sense. Yep. Mm-hmm. So, like, after I learned a couple techniques, I was already, like, pinning, taking down, and, and getting taps and whatever, right? Like, it's fine because it just felt normal to me. Yeah. Right? Whereas a lot of white belts are hesitant and insecure and don't have that follow-through to, like, be like, yeah, I want to do this. This is how I'm going to get from point A to point B. This is the move I'm going to do because they don't have that intuition. They don't have that grappling intuition yet. It's something that they build up. Where as a wrestler, you already have that. So now anything that you build upon with that level of aggression and drive and motivation to continue to like push through and have that follow through from move to move to move. Right. Mm -hmm. That's why like it was so easy for me to transition into BJJ because I already had those building blocks. Whereas a lot of people that are just starting out in any kind of grappling are, are just now like learning and trying to find those blocks and trying to figure out how to stack them together and what like formulations work for them and whatever. Like I didn't, I feel like I bypassed all that, which is right. why I think if you have the opportunity to do any kind of wrestling, do it. It can okay. only make you a better fighter. Absolutely. So hearing what you just said, and, and, and I, I agree with that. Do you think how much of that? So if like a white belt coming in, who never doesn't have the the wrestling background like you did, how much of that is just like, Oh, it's in the per the person has to be more aggressive. Or do you look at like the instructors need to be teaching more like about like those building, like trying to like putting that in that person's mind. Hey, here you're built. You're trying to like build on these building blocks here. So I'm going to teach you this so you can get to this. Like, is that a teaching thing or a person? It's a person thing because some people come in scrappy 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 right and mm-hmm. if you have no again this is what it is if you have no grappling experience and you come in that level of scrappy also it can get kind of dangerous because the last thing you want i feel like a white belt will hurt you way faster than a black belt do you know what i'm saying a black belt that's what they always techniques. say yeah they know all these techniques but they know how to dial that shit down right i know how to apply pressure and when to let go even my aggressive ass i know when to apply pressure and when to let you go right White belts don't know that. They're going to crank every single move they learn. They're going to crank it at 100%. That's when they're aggressive. They won't be aggressive with you in, in grappling. They won't be aggressive with you 
in finding the move. They'll be aggressive with you once they find the move. And that's the difference, mm. right? I'm going to be aggressive with you the whole time until I get you in position. Once I get you in position where I know that you will no longer be able to escape, then I will gently apply the move, right? <laughs> and right. then get the tap, right? It's like a gradual thing. Like, I'm not going to crank that shit 100% because I'm not trying to kill you. Mm. A white belt doesn't know that. They don't have that, like, gauge. They're just like, okay, I'm going to be super calm with you, super nice with you until I uh, get there. And then I'm going to put that shit on a thousand. And I'm like, all right, bro. No. <laughs> backwards. You got it backwards. So is that for you? Because I'm, you know, looking at like you're, you're, you know, like I'm like around like five, 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 six. But like you have a strong build. Is your, when you see, I guess it could be a white belt, like a, a young man or a young woman you're getting ready to grapple with and like do you see if you see someone who's like longer and taller are you like uh-oh or is it someone who's more compact you're like uh like let's go like which one is more like uh this is gonna think, be a tough one i think people that are taller or have more limbs are a little more difficult to grapple with um because they have a longer reach you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. so it's a, it's a lot more leg to get through, or the bigger guard. You know what I'm saying? Like, even just to pass someone's guard who, who's particularly leggy, like, all they need is a De La Hiva, you know, or an X guard or whatever, and boom. Like, they, they have a little bit more defense, you know, because it, it's all that leg. <laughs> mm. So, because that's funny, because I, I relate, because I, I can, hey, always I try to be keep it real and be vulnerable and honest. I was that white belt where I'm, average scrappy. height but i'm a yeah scrappy i'm a bigger guy so when i'm rest i was grappling you know someone a higher belt or my all i knew was like oh i could pick you up and you know i, I wasn't gonna body slam them but it's like it, it, for me you know, some people i don't know some people maybe will try to body slam you like don't do that for people listening but like i wasn't gonna i wasn't like this is wwe but it was like trying to like i don't know i guess i'll be honest like an intimidation like hey i can do this to you Mm-hmm. Like, you may have the tech because I'm like, I got nothing else here. I'm learning. So I'm like, I can pick you up now. And then maybe, like, so for me, it was kind of like that. Like, hey, like. Yeah. Something that funny that used to happen was, like, that fresh white belt. Right? It was always a guy. Right? I was like, all right, cool. I guess I got to grapple this guy. Whatever. Got to gotta roll with him. Um, And he was, like, the, the guy would be, like, like, oh, man, like, I know I'm a white belt, and I know that, like, she's a higher rank than me, but I don't want to lose to a fucking girl. I don't <laughs> I'm just like, sir, you're going to lose to a girl because I know more than you, regardless of strength. I feel like jujitsu is one of those things where, like, technique definitely matters because, again, Vivi, amazing grappler, tiny, tiny girl. Yeah. Do you know? Don't sleep on Vivi because she'll fuck you up. No, she she's, to me, she's top two or three toughest out there exactly like, so it's just like wrestling. size one of those things just one of those things that size does not matter and bjj size does not matter like at all so, and i feel like a lot of people need to get that through their heads because they're just like well if i'm stronger than you i'm bigger than you, i'm gonna beat you i'm like no you're not and they and if i had guys where i'm just like um in sessions like oh why don't you look scared i'm like why should i be scared why should i be intimidated by you when i know more than you you should be intimidated by me. <laughs> right, like, right. But again, I'm not going to be an asshole. I'm not going to flex either. It's just, it is what it is. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. 
No, totally. It is. It is that, and it is. Um, and it's funny because despite you know, I hate to not to age people, but like, not that it's okay, but like, because this this stuff was martial arts have been around for for you know years and years and years, but like back in like the seventies or something, I can understand that thinking. Like that thing, it's right, but like okay, but I feel like. From you know, UFC one was was just crazy. Thirty years ago this year, with Hoist Gracie, you know, tapping out everybody, and it's like, and we have evolved. Don't get me wrong, but like to me, still not nowhere near where it should be. And I do look at people and I go, to think like now, like there's no, there's really no excuse because we, you know, from YouTube, the internet, there's you know, always was books, but there's books. Like none of that should matter. But so many people still have that mindset of like, I'm just bigger than you. So that trumps everything. No matter what knowledge or experience you have, I'm bigger. I can, every times people, like, I remember from when I was in high school, which was in the 2000s, to even now when someone's like, oh, so-and-so is really tough. And the first question people would ask, how much can he bench? And I go, what does that have to do with anything? Like, what does how much he can bench have to do with he's a good fighter or not? But people will ask, surprising that in today like there's so many people who have that mindset still and that, that it's like, mindset. yeah like that like oh how big you are and i mean it goes with both genders but definitely more men because men are the ones who you know talk about or it's society's like oh they should fight but even like when i've talked to like women who like are my friends or women you know like i'm working with and they're and it's like hey about like the self-defense and it's like i oh i can't do that and i'm like no like you know because i work social work i work you know different and sometimes there's dangerous things that end up like can you go with me and i'm like well yeah i'm down i'll go with you if you're uncomfortable like i'm a team player mm-hmm. and we'll start talking and it's like well yeah i can't and i go well no like i'm always here to be down like to help you yeah. and it's good to have help, but it's so, you can learn stuff too. Yeah, exactly. And it's so funny because I used to work at a psychiatric center. And um, like one of the things that we had to do was restrain patients. Mm-hmm. And there's like, okay, but like a lot of the times it's typically you see like big burly men that have to go and restrain the patients. But it was like, that's not necessarily the case anymore. You know what I'm saying? There are right. plenty of fucking women that are going to go in there and get their hands dirty and get on the ground and hold these motherfuckers down. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. it's not just men. And I feel like that's something that people need to, like, start kind of acknowledging is that, like, we're just as capable. And in some cases, more. So, you know? No. Um, like, just recently, I remember being at the gym. And um, I was doing, I was looking for, for, like, some dumbbells or whatever. And some guy approached me. He's like, hey, like like what are you looking for so i told him he was like oh that's too much weight that's so much weight like you just you're like the perfect size like you shouldn't bulk you shouldn't be getting bigger i'm just like sir respectfully i'm gonna pick this shit up and i'm gonna yeah. put it back down several times and i'm gonna get bigger and that's not your problem you know and what that's, oh, oh yeah it's it's insane well on for me on two folds it's insane because it's like i don't and it's like that guy probably he meant well in his mind, right? Yeah. He's trying to but to me it's still like it's like, man, whoever that dude if I can sit down, it's like let's let's sit down together, bro. 
and talk about what you're saying to another human being. And even though you mean well, how insulting that is. Like, I, didn't, I didn't take it personally. Like, again, people got their no, no. I'm still going to go in there and I'm going to do what I got to do. I pay for this gym membership just the same way you do, right? Cool. It's just funny that people have, like, an image still to this day of what is, like, socially acceptable and what is not. Do you know what I'm saying? Because Absolutely. you don't. You like it's very very rare that you see big buff women or like not that I'm big and buff yet but you know <laughs> one day um, <laughs> that that like walk around you know what I'm saying like the whole bodybuilder women um like aesthetic thing is just picking up now and it's fucking picking up quick like everyone is into muscle mommies now and I love that I fucking love that pick up the trend keep it pushing everybody get big get strong come fight right fantastic. Mm-hmm. And it's one of those things, like how um, you were talking about, like, wrestling picking up and how that's now super dominant. Now also, like, just women in combat sports and in, like, other things like that is also picking up. So that's amazing. No, but I think – and you're right. And I know – I knew when you said it you didn't take it personally. But it's just, like, I look at it because it's, like, what he's saying is, like, if, if, you know, someone went up to – I don't know what this guy looks like, but let's say he's like overweight. Let's just hypothetical, right? Um, and he's at, you know, I don't know, Subway, get something to eat, Chipotle, and someone being like, sir, I, I just trying to look out for you. You really shouldn't have that burrito because, you know, you don't want to get bigger than you are, which is like mean, but like that's what someone is doing. Like, who is any of us to be like, hey, I'm stranger, I'm going to go up to you and comment on your appearance and 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 com and like tell you you shouldn't do that or you this is wrong because honestly it's like who the fuck are any of us to tell somebody like something that they're doing is wrong if it's not hurting them or hurting other people then it's nobody's business right or you know and i tell people and i it's because it connects also to like when i've gone to the gym with like my uh friends who who are women and you know they're like yeah like they like you said they're under, they're seeing more about like lifting weights like that whole thing like it's good to do but they're like well I don't want to get bulky and I'm like trust me you're not going to get bulky unless you are trying to get bulky. to do that yeah like that's that's not something you just lift a couple times and then you and wake then it up happens. and like I'm shredded I have, like, I have um, some private personal training clients um and. A lot of my female clients do say that. They're like, man, I don't want to get bulky. I'm like, I promise you, you are neither eating enough nor training hard enough to get bulky. It exactly. simply won't happen. Like, you're going to be fine. Yeah, there's there's no one who, it was like, I got bulky. You don't, you don't accidentally get jacked. Exactly, exactly. And that that's what I say. I go, you're not, unless you make that decision that you want to then it's you consciously making that which is cool but you're not by coming to the gym a couple times a week and doing arms and stuff like you're not you know gonna get big you're not yeah i'm also like you know sometimes i'm like you're only doing like one body part like you're no fine offense, but you're not gonna get even on that one body part like you're not gonna get unless you want to do it so it's like <laughs> that's the thing like but like it's just like i do I shouldn't be because that's society and that's humans. But like to go up to a stranger, like to me, I, that's hard to say to people who are good friends of mine or family. Mm-hmm. I'd be like, hey, let me comment on your physical appearance. 
But then, like, to a stranger, it's like, nah. Like, it's just funny. Like, I never take things personally because, again, like, there's a certain level of, like, patience, I think, that I've gathered from working in so many different, um, like, fields, I guess. Mm -hmm. Um, But it's just like, hey, man, like, mind your business. (laughs) Like, like I'm not walking up to you interrupting your workout. Please don't interrupt me in mine. You know what I'm saying? And I'm I'm okay with just like casual chit chat at the gym, but like to to interrupt somebody to give your opinion is kind of annoying. I'm just like, All yeah, right. yeah. It's not even like like you say because it's not like a natural. It's not interrupting, but saying, hey, like you know, you you're you're doing like, great. Yeah, yeah like, you're, like, doing, you're really good. Like you're really strong. Like that's really awesome. It's like it's to give. An opinion that is not necessarily warranted. You're like, man, I don't, I didn't really want to hear that, but I, I thanks, I guess. Yeah, it, and so I, don't get me wrong, because I work in the same kind of field with psychiatric and psychology and stuff, you know, counseling. So like, your response is like, right, like it's totally right. It's more like I'm looking at he, he him, and it's like for all of us to remember, and and for people listening, it's like, yeah, like that's wrong, and it also. Not everyone's going to be as calm and have the experience that Kami. So then if someone does be like, who the fuck are you to say that? Then you can't be like, what? Why is she getting all upset? Like, it's like, no, like, you're the one who's wrong, bro. Like, you're the one out of line. I think that people just have a, a hard time with understanding what is wrong and right. And like, just random, like, social etiquette. I feel like a lot of people have a hard time with social etiquette. Um and even gym etiquette, which is totally different from regular, regular, like, social etiquette. Like, man, are there some fucking interesting people at the gym. Oh, yeah. Uh, so it, it's just, like, it's just something to keep in mind. Like, society is moving forward. You cannot stay stuck in one spot. You can't be stagnant when the rest of the world is moving around you. Like, I feel like that's where that open-mindedness comes from. Like, you cannot be so shut in. Um, when there's so mm-hmm. much happening around you, um, no, you're you're a thousand percent right, and you're you're right with the gym etiquette. And it's funny because your story kind of like disproves what I tell people, but it's also like true. Where I'm like, people who are nervous about signing up, and they're like, people are going to stare at me, and I go, you haven't been in a gym. Everyone <laughs> is all about themselves and how they look. I'm like, unless you do like a viral moment where like you trip on the treadmill or you do something like that, like people really don't look at you. But then there are those sometimes it's more like they're just like they just want to like assert themselves or something like that. So it's a weird there's like other things that people should look out for. But people are always afraid like I haven't worked out in a while or I feel out of shape. People are going to point and laugh. I go, that's not no, really people it. don't care. Things like that. Yeah. It's, it's not. It's not what it is. It's just when you do something completely left field or unexpected or not normal from what people are used to seeing. They're like, well, what in the fuck just happened? Um, and I guess that like, you know, benching is one of them because everyone assumes, hey, we wouldn't just show up to the gym to do cardio on leg day. And it's like not everyone shows up to the gym to do cardio on leg day. Right, right, right. And that's something that's true. Like, it was, like, even in, like, I can say the past, like, 10 years of going to the gym, it's transitioned to seeing more women in the weights area 
that it was kind of like I remember going with I I can say I went with like friends of mine and they were their wives would come and it was like and I would see it with them but they, all they're like strangers where it's like couples come in and it was like all right see you later and like guys going to the weights ladies either doing a class which is cool or going to the treadmill which is awesome all of it's cool but it's like now it's like couples coming in they're both going to the way like they both are doing it like and it's like a cool thing to see now mm-hmm. so i really do like i i like that um something i wanted to ask you so since you said vv let's take vv off i know you wrestled vv it's a two-parter first who are some of like the toughest like session wrestlers like who you've like wrestled with in your time doing this and the second part is who surprised you where mm-hmm. like you didn't think they would have that kind of skill or that they had but they when you grapple with them they like showed that they have more skill than you were expecting hmm Okay, um, so I think that to this day, regardless of how much skill uh, the person has, it doesn't matter. I think my toughest opponent was probably Lana. Um, Lana Luxor? Yes, um, just because we did used to train together. Um, so we, you know, have that, like, um, training buddy thing. She's She was super, 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 um, like, amazing. We used to really, really go at it super hard and training and everything. And to transition into doing, um, like, session wrestling and, like, uh, wrestling on camera, I'm like, wow, like, this is, like, this is awesome. Like, she is, she was, to this day, one of my favorite, favorite partners um, to go up against. And then someone has surprised me. I haven't really wrestled too many girls, um, to be totally honest with you. So I'd have to give that that spot to Ruby. Um, oh, okay. Because she, I didn't, I didn't know like where she was coming from. Like she briefly mentioned BJJ, and I'm just like, okay. But like I didn't know where she was with that. Um, like when we initially met, but she really, like, she really went for it. Like she really put her best foot forward and said, "All right, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go for you," and like really showed me that she knew her shit. So. Wow. Okay. I I didn't expect the Ruby answer, and and you know it's funny. I until you said her name, I wouldn't. But I I met Lana for the first time at uh, Katarina's event at the end of February, and I've seen Lana like on like clips and with other like, but I never met her, and she was really cool. But she had the same thing that when I talked to you in the past, when I talked to you now, like that badass like. Really? Like, so, like, cause there, you know, people were there, like, guys who were fans wanting to, like, session, and some guys would joke around with her and be like, and she's like, you're standing really close here. Like, that must mean that you want me to fuck you up on these mats. And it was like, whoa, like, she had that. But it was, like, cool. It was all, like, in good fun, but also, like, serious. Like, mm-hmm. if you want to go. And I, so I started, like, messing do with it. a couple she's, of she's, Yeah. She's always ready to fucking go. She's always on go time. And I love that about her. Like, that's, like, she's amazing for that. Like, she's She's always, always down to scrap. And I'm just like, yes, I love her. Oh, it was awesome. Because then I started messing with guys. So I would go up to her. I'd go, yeah, that dude, I think he, he's like eyeballing. I'm thinking he he's a little, he wants to go, he wants to go on the mats. 
And she goes, what? He does? And the guy's like, whoa, what are you doing to me? And I'm like, I'm, I'm like, I just, I'm like, we, I'm like, that's the, uh, the pot stirrer in me a little bit. Like, I just wanted to see, like, once I saw, like, she was like that, I go, I think that dude, I think he's. I think he kind of wants it. Uh, I think he wants it. Like, I think he just needs you to, like, kind of help that. Put him in his she's place. She's like, he, he knows better. He better not. And then like, the guy's like, what are you doing? I'm like, ah, I got to Hey, I just, I want to see someone there. But it, mm-hmm. it was she. She has that same. So like, I didn't know that you two trained together, but that like, it makes total sense hearing you say that because it's like you're both nice people, but there's that like, it's like we're nice, but we will fuck you up, like, <laughs> and there's no like, it's almost like there's no transition. It's like you can be talking about yeah, like the weather's nice, but blah blah blah. Hey, and if you want to go, up. I'll fuck you up too. Like, yeah. it's, and you'll be like, whoa, the switch. <laughs> So it, it it'll come real quick. So that that's interesting. That's that's really cool. Okay. So I guess for me, who um who would you say you if there's people out there that you haven't wrestled, who would you want to wrestle? Oh, there's so many people I haven't wrestled. I couldn't even like name one if I'm being totally honest. Yeah. If you were to ask me this question maybe six months from now, I'll have a list for you, I promise. Okay, okay. I remember I that. I promise. But as of right now, I'm not sure. Um, because I feel like, <clears throat> excuse me, um, although I've been doing this for a while because I stepped back, there's so many new people that came in as I was stepping back. There was like, wow, who are you guys? Like, I want a piece of that. Like, I want a piece of this action. So I feel like, and Hans is being particularly amazing about, um, like making introductions and setting things up so that I get the opportunity to kind of meet and work with and like just experience other wrestlers and um, like other content creators and stuff. That'd be super, super amazing. So I'm really looking forward to this year and like feel like everyone else should too because a lot of shit is coming. Awesome. Awesome. That's that's so. Now, have you... Do you travel for, like, sessions? So, I would like to start traveling. I haven't um, because I haven't been – or I don't have – I didn't have the most flexible of jobs, if that makes okay. sense. Okay. Yeah. Um, but now that I'm kind of, you know, the master of my own domain, um, I'm hoping to kind of get out more and, like, meet more people and – do the whole traveling session thing. Like it sounds super fun. No, that'd be really awesome. That's awesome. And are there I know so like clips like you you know, you have some newer clips with Hans. What can people I know you have and you have an OnlyFans too, right? I don't use OnlyFans to be totally honest. I think I kind of made it more because it was like trendy to do it, but I'm not an OnlyFans girl. Uh, okay. If that makes sense, like, I'm going to yeah. keep it 100% honest with you guys. I'm not an OnlyFans girl. Um, it It's it's not me, right? And it's a lot, I feel like, it's a, it's a discovery thing. Like, it's, a, it's really about finding what you like, what you want to do, and how you want to do it, and how you want to present yourself. And um, as amazing of an opportunity as OnlyFans is or was, it's, you're going to find me more on the mats. Like, I want to be more on cam more personal more um like private you know what i'm saying i feel Mm -hmm. like like it's such a 
private experience to make these clips and like participate in making these clips because it's just like it almost feels like it's just for you. Yeah, yeah. I'm. I'll be honest. I have tried in the past, especially with COVID. I, I don't want to say I don't understand. Or well, I do get it a little bit. Like I understand the appeal, in a way, but I really don't. I I didn't like how the app really operated, and then to me, I like at least when I buy. Like okay, I'll keep referencing so people have heard it. I buy. Hans and Kami 60 minute Spartan match one time I, I pay for it download it and I get the match when I get on only I thought only fans was going to be like that and then it's like here's a 20 second clip so you pay how much a month here's a 20 second clip and then it's like to see more of this clip pay this month and I'm like no 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 if I pay this a month to me I, I want to see the whole clip right there i didn't want these paywall and then i know some people they say they don't do that or whatever but i'm like why would i want to go you can you can customize it so like some people do that some people don't um and that's okay it's customizable but it's just like when you do come across that roadblock i guess it can be a little frustrating um and it's like it's it's only fans is cool because it's an ease of access thing like it's, it's accessible um it's simple i get it you know, and maybe one day I'll change my mind. I'll be like, all right, never mind. Uh, D-Rock, I, I really like OnlyFans. Yeah. Okay? But as of right now, I'm kind of like, mm, I tried it. It was okay. Mm, didn't really like it. Moving on. No, no. And, and what you said is huge. Like, you said so many awesome things tonight. But, like, right there, it's not about being consistent. It's about being right. So I, I could change and be like, you know, six months from now oh only fans yeah it's, it's cool i like it and that's okay so like there's no like hey, not stuck in one. yeah like you no know. one's gonna call you a liar like if you don't like something and then all of a sudden you're like never mind you're okay it's okay to have an opinion like right right so that that's true so like it, it's it's i i like and granted i'm you know for session right it work like most people have a clip store that but and maybe that's part of it i'm used to that's how it's been. It's like you just go on and get the clips and it's not this thing. Mm-hmm. But I I like I still like as far as a, a viewer, I like the clip system. Better. Yeah. Yeah. I gotcha. So now is there what can fans of yours expect in twenty twenty three for uh for your 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 content, things that you're you're looking to create, I think that definitely a name or like a title that, and you can ask uh, Hans that has been, um, kind of circulating, and I think that you're gonna see a lot more of this now, especially with the way I've been training. Um, is definitely look out for more scissor matches, um, because I. Hans jokingly called me Kami the Scissor Queen. I'm just like, yes, I like the way that sounds. Wow. Um, so definitely look out for more scissor content. Um, if you guys are or aren't familiar with my blindfold matches, there are definitely more coming soon because that's when I feel the most predatory. Um, if I'm being 100% honest, I am particularly good at um, handicap like sensory matches. Oh. I love those. So if you are not into blindfolded wrestling, check it out. Like it's fucking no. Fun. Uh, it's funny. Um, I just filmed a blindfolding match 
last night with someone. I, I guess I, I don't know when they're. So I don't want to. I, I mean, I would tell you off air who it is, but like I'm not sure when they're putting it out. But ours was because it was like a trying thing. So I was actually more comfortable than she was uh, doing it. So it wasn't as like skilled as like I know I've seen yours. So, but it is really cool. Um, is that something that like you kind of like just found out by accident that you were good no, at, or did so you always I, know? I I always knew. Um, I'm really good at. Uh, I feel like I'm part bat. <laughs> um, <laughs> I'm very very good. I also live in the dark. I'm extremely extremely like adept at um like just maneuvering and spatial awareness and like things like that like I'm very 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 like hyper aware of that um so when I brought the idea to Hans I was like hey I want to try this he said you know what that sounds fun I'm like cool let's fuck around and find out um so I brought this idea up to him and it went super well and I feel like you can see it a lot in that match how I was moving with more confidence than he was throughout the entire um like match without without you know giving things away um it it was something like I felt right at home on that mat or I felt really much like like I felt very much like like a lioness like like stalking a gazelle you know what I'm saying like I felt so so comfortable that was like this is this is where uh, or like something that I want to kind of build up on you know Right. Now have you have you done that with anyone in a session? Um, no one has been interested in it yet, but I'm hoping that that changes this year as I start kind of um feeding more into that genre or kind of like trying to like kind of push it a little bit more because it's something that I really enjoy. So I'm hoping that people become more interested in doing blindfolded matches or uh like sensory deprivation uh well. matches. I'm going to say this here. So for everyone, so this way I'm not, I can't chicken out. I'm in Philly. You're New York. I think you, you, you do like Manhattan area. Like, yeah, I'll say it here. I, I'm not going to say for the full time, but I'll say <laughs> at least I'm down for either 20, 20 to 30 minutes. I will, I will be your first. I You'll will commit. Do, I will do. I I don't know for the full session I would do the blindfold, <laughs> but definitely like to start, like for like say if we do like an hour session, if it's like we clock it at like twenty minutes to thirty minutes, like I would do, I'll be your first. I I will do. Oh, my first victim! I'm so excited. Uh, and so that um, it's on the air. So like I'm not. You can't so back I, off. Yep. So I'm I'm dead serious. I will. Uh, like I said, it's. Uh, quick train ride to you know off of penn station i will do it like i i'm down absolutely looking forward to that i will get you a, a special uh blindfold first time only okay 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 <laughs> okay because i i i can tell you i did it we were filming so it wasn't so it was like a 10 minute thing i really enjoyed it and i enjoyed it more than i thought i would Oh, so then you'll definitely, I feel like you'll get a kick out of it, especially uh, because I'm particularly silent. And I feel like a lot of people have a hard time with that. I, See, I I'm, think, I'm I think good with what, that, too. I think Hans had a hard time because he was like, you're so fucking quiet. I'm like, yeah, that's the point. <laughs> no, I'm I'm good with that, too. Cause, uh, okay, so then it'll definitely be one for the books. I okay. can't wait. 
No, for real. I'm and I'm dead. Will we can um we can set this up whenever you're ready. Yeah, no. We, we, if you're good, I can set it up with you. Like when we're done recording, because I'll I'll do it because I I had a great time with it, and I, I I'm not gonna kid myself, right? I know you are better than me at this by a long shot, but I I part of me thinks with like the quiet and like being able to like surprise you, we're like, oh, dude, I I know where you're at quicker than you thought I would or you don't know where I'm at I think I can do okay in that realm so like, I know we're gonna grapple and you'll destroy me but it's uh, like <laughs> in the other part like I think it's like more of like a game of chicken like don't let me get my hands on you right right so I think like that's like the fun but no I I really had a great time with it like um it surprised me because I'm into that like I mean Daredevil is my favorite superhero but like I've done work with the blind and like echo human echolocation and it's really fascinating kind of like mm-hmm. doing that. So I, I think it'd be really cool. So I'm I'm pumped. Oh man, I'm so excited. I'm pumped. I'm definitely looking forward to this. Oh yeah. D Rock, I do have to go because I have a very sick snake at home and I do have to go and change his bandages. Absolutely. Uh, so I had an amazing time. I'm fine. I'm like super glad we finally got to set this up and actually set something else up. So that's fucking great. We got a double whammy. Oh um, yeah. Oh yeah. No, this was amazing. And everyone, please follow Kami on Session Girls on Twitter. Follow everything she's doing because she's coming back with a vengeance in 2023. She's already doing that. And it's gonna be awesome. And stay tuned because I'll keep you guys posted when we have it set up and I'll give you the before and the after about our uh <laughs> our our blindfold match and you know oh, it's going to be it's awesome. Be fucking epic. I'm so excited. So for the amazing Kami Kyler, I'm D-Rock. Thank you guys for listening to After Hour Sessions. Take care. All right, thank you.